0: Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area. We are always looking for new guests to talk to us. So if you'd like to come onto to our podcast, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast. So welcome everybody to this week's Weekly Experience
1: on today's podcast. We hear from the two ladies behind Eversley's domes. Uh, That's Natalie and Becky, plus also Amy, the PT, joins us for a chat. Uh, Rachel talks to me about photography and tells us about a very heartwarming story for you today. Plus, we have the opportunity of appearing on Channel 4's Come Dine With Me as we speak to the casting producer, Sasha.
2: After that that first night, they realise that they're going to be extremely full and gluttonous afterwards and they're like Do you know what maybe I won't maybe I won't eat breakfast and lunch today
1: so Tom Bryce Magician Man is here to have a go at the 30 second ad challenge or as we're calling it now the Mandy Mo uh, plus also we reflect on the mood of the nation with the sad passing last week of Prince Philip the Duke of Edinburgh with some of your comments from the weekend plus also we have the fun of Jack's Unpack the Fact plus the new weekly experience Celebrity Giggle can you get yourself that 30 pound Amazon voucher details coming up a little bit later on,
3: plus some locally great produced music across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the best, it's brilliant. It's the weekly experience.
1: So, then on the weekly experience today, it's Rog, it's Beverly, and it's Jack with you today. Now, we must explain to you today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're recording on the first lifting of the lockdown. So, I'm still in my little
4: hovel. In Bristol,
1: but these two are together in combo.
4: <laughs> yeah. I think we kind of need an applause there, don't we? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. Jack and I are together, a bit apart, working separately, but together. And um, what a joy that is not to have any laggy issues. Jack's really on point with the knobs and buttons. So,
4: deep joy. If, if anybody's um, watching this, um, it is a little bit lag on the camera because we're trying out having two feeds on the same broadband. So it's still an issue, but the audio is great anyway. So still. we will part. say
1: basically we will say um, uh, that uh, Beverly was having issues with her Internet at home and it was just like connecting with Australia. So it was really bad. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the delay should be from my house. Uh, because I'm about 80 miles from you guys, but there you go. So uh, hopefully you two uh, will be okay there. Enjoy yourselves, you know. I hope Jack looks after you well, Beverly, with uh, plenty of uh, tea and scones and uh, tea uh, for this afternoon's recording Mm -hmm. of the show. Um, I've got to ask you uh, what you've been up to in the last 14 days, because we weren't here last week. So
5: what have you all been up to? Right. Okay. so, um, gosh, 14 days to cover Easter. had Easter, Easter egg hunt. That was nice, chilled, hot cross buns. I'm the only one in my house who likes hot cross buns. Um, So that has advantages and disadvantages. And, of course, the last week's kind of been like a bit of a milestone week, hasn't it? We've had Prince Philip die, which is hugely sad and feel sad in in the extreme for the queen and then milestone week where the shops and pubs are opening in the garden and hairdressers and barbers and it's kind of a a week of contrast so yeah it's a lot going on
4: i haven't really done a lot really it's just really the kids have been off so it's just entertaining the kids and watching a bit of tv in between times as i'm getting older now doing a lot less so it's not much to do really I haven't really been going out much because it's not really worth going out until everything sort of opens, opens properly, really, you know. Oh Well, how did I know you would come out with that answer, Jack? <laughs> I'm trying to change it every week when you ask me. <laughs>
5: you don't. It, you always I haven't really done a lot, really. I've done a bit of Netflix, been
4: working out at the gym, you know, <laughs> done a Barbie.
5: <laughs>
1: I've been what, down do here what you need to remember, Jack, is this is a podcast. People can't really see us unless they watch the video feed that we do. So you can make something up, you know? You could say, hey, I booked a holiday to the Bahamas, you know? I'm, I'm off next week. Or I've just come back from France or somewhere like
4: All that. Right, I'll start my pitch again, OK? Apart
5: from everybody, so you, you know then, that's then, not Jack? true.
4: Oh, no, so, say it again, Roger. What have you been up to then, Jack? Oh, I've been actually doing barbecue in the back garden. It's been great. Nice weather out there. Barbecuing every single day. and you know, roasting the sausages and the baked potatoes and stuff. It's been brilliant. Invite the neighbours over. Social distancing, of course. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying, Jack. Bit listening to the old Australian music. You know, getting the realms of the, the barbie. You know. <laughs> good day. You're getting up You're of tinnies and stuff, have you? That's
5: <laughs> it, so, yeah. Yeah, loving it. That sounds really interesting, we Jack.
4: Yeah, it's been great. That's you know. So yeah. Oh, we got one of those um, bu- we got one of those bubble things. So we, when it's rainy outside, we barbecue inside, you know. We put the old um, you know the old face mask on because it gets a bit smoky inside when you're cooking away, you know.
5: You're getting I'm carried away. He's getting <laughs> carried away now. Too much artistic license.
4: <laughs> Did I <also> watch?
5: Uh. <laughs>
1: Well, over Easter, I went on a couple of walks as well, so I quite enjoyed that and stuff. Um, apart from that, really, kind of been just left in my little basement all on my
5: own.
4: I've seen your pictures you did on Facebook with your walking around.
5: Yeah, you mm. went Clifton Bridge and a couple of nice houses. It looked really lovely.
4: Oh, yeah, it was
1: beautiful sunshine, actually. It was quite funny because when I walked across the bridge, uh, for instance, Brunel's, isn't Brunel's, uh, bridge, of course, uh, Clifton Suspension Bridge, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, was, it was it was it was very blustery. Do you know what I mean? Very blustery. Then <laughs> you with my hair.
4: You didn't even record a piece over there about the history of the bridge on your little podcast. Could have had that as a feature.
1: Look, what I'm going to try and do. Um, let's try and do it for next week if I can. Is I'll ch- I'll check out what the signal's like and I'll try and take uh, the podcasting equipment up by the bridge with the back shot of the bridge in the background. How does that sound? Yeah. That sounds reasonable. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. So if I can't come up there, that's what I'll try and do for next week's show, okay? Cool. You won't be able to tell on a podcast, so you have to watch the video version of it. But anyway, <laughs> um, we we'll discuss that technicalities of it all. Um, anyway, should we crack on with the show then, team? Yep. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, false, true. Hmm. So then, over the last couple of weeks or so, we've been uh, trying to uh, uh, work out, the unpack the fact if uh, our fellow colleagues are telling the truth or not, or telling an absolute balker. Uh The last one, I think, was with me, wasn't it? With um, the police again. But um, Beverly's talked about uh, skating on ice, which was a complete lie. Now, Beverly, as you're in the same room with Jack, you'll be able to... Uh, You know, see if he's telling the truth or not. You look at his facial expressions really, really carefully. And if he's flinching when he's moving in that chair or not, because it's the turn of our Jack with his unpacked the fact. What's your story,
4: Jack? Yeah, years ago, probably around about 25, I was in an IT job, you know, doing quite well in there, starting my career off and stuff. And, you know, I spent a day in a brothel. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay family show family show mm. you spent a day in a brothel were you sorting yeah. out their it for them what in a brothel mm. Mm. is there any need for an it in a brothel
4: kind of i don't know it depends where you are really and what you what, what you use it for mm. i'm trying to i'm trying to Oh, I'm trying to think of
1: a question which would be suitable to use on a podcast, you know, so mm-hmm. we don't have to put that 18 symbol up yeah. on the podcast. we we'll bleep um, it out. Um, uh, did you see many of these <sighs> ladies. ladies? Yes, yeah. Mm.
4: Did you go and
5: visit during the day or was it
4: in the evening? I was there the whole day. So it was. Uh, I, got, I got there for about 10-ish there for the whole day.
1: What time did you leave?
4: Probably around about 5.00.
1: What, in
4: the morning? No, afternoon. Because <laughs>
1: <laughs> if
5: he said five in the morning,
4: it would have like... Mm. Overnight stay. Okay.
5: So what were you okay. doing there then, Jack?
4: I was helping.
5: In what capacity?
4: It's um, difficult to explain without giving too much away, see.
5: Okay. But the idea is that you can actually make up a complete story. You can tell the truth. So we can make our minds up.
4: Mm. I was, I was there as a dishwasher.
5: You were there as a dishwasher? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right, well, I think we need to move on from that one a little bit. <laughs> go back, otherwise we might be heading towards an 18 stamp on this episode.
1: Here's a question for you then, Jack. Yeah. You went in with how much money? So, with what? How much
4: money did you go in with? I don't think I had any money in my pocket at the time. Oh, darn. But I was offered a free... Oh. Offered a free... A freebie. A free... What, a freebie, freebie? One of those kind of... Yeah, yeah.
5: In a professional capacity freebie. Hmm. Right. I was
1: going to say, I was going to say, Beverly, hmm. he went in with 50 quid, right? And he ended up with nothing when he came out. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: I think we need to move on to the next feature. <laughs> we hmm. calm this down slightly. <laughs> so just remind us of
4: the question again, Jack, please. I spent the day in the brothel.
1: Okay, more on J- Jack's Unpack the Fact a little bit later or not. Is he telling the truth or not?
3: Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. There's a right laugh in it.
1: <laughs> it's the Weekly Experience. So, before we talk about the sad loss of the Duke of Edinburgh and some of your messages, let's welcome our first guest on the Weekly Experience. It's Amy Holland. Hello. Hi, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. So, the PT, first of all, explain the name The PT. What's this all about?
6: Amy the PT, indeed. So um, I am a personal trainer and online coach. Um, and after going around in circles about what my business name should be, I figured Amy the PT just works
1: as well as any other. Amy the personal trainer? Correct. Right? Yes. yes. Yay! <laughs> Brilliant. So then, uh, how did you get into this, uh, being a personal trainer, first of all?
6: Well, oh, actually, that's a good story because I worked in um, offices for, for many years um, and got into the gym, as anybody does, um, being a casual gym goer a couple of days a week. And um, I noticed that the my mental health improved so much from just regularly attending the gym. Um, I didn't take it too seriously at first. Um, I just really enjoyed being there and I felt so much more energy I felt happier I felt more alive um, and as I started to take the training more seriously I came to realize actually I can help other people who are just like me so people who've suffered with mental health or um, people who are kind of confused about what to do with their training or just feel a bit stuck or lost um, and yeah I just wanted to to help other people just like me so um, that's where it all started really.
1: So, what age did you discover this then?
6: Oh, now you're asking. So, um, I um, am, am just thirty now, only, only thirty, um, and yeah, probably three, three or so years ago, I decided that that was what I wanted to do.
1: You don't look 30, you look younger
6: than nice. that. I do get that a lot. I have to um, I have to blame the gym for that. I think genuinely it keeps me young and, and, yeah, somehow makes me feel
1: quite old sometimes, but it keeps me looking young. So anyone that wants to be kind of a little bit more fitter, what is the best way to go about it? Because, you know, I'm looking at myself now in the camera and I'm thinking, God, you look blimmin' ugly. Uh, so how, how can I make myself look beautiful and like yourself?
6: well if you're thinking about getting fitter if you're thinking about whether you're looking at the aesthetic you know visual side of things or actually the internal um getting fitter thing the best place to start is just moving little and often because i think we're all very much now used to sitting still for eight or nine or ten hours a day maybe even longer because we're sat at the desk and we finish work and then we probably move all the way to the sofa and watch tv so the best thing that you can do to get started is get up and and go for a walk um Aim for, you know, a half an hour walk three or four times a day. That's a great place to start. Um, there's no need to maybe, you know, join a gym. But when you do want to step up to a gym, the best piece of advice I can give you is to reach out for help. And I know that's easy for me to say as that's my job. Um, but actually, PTs and fitness instructors are adept and really good at giving you the exact advice that you need so that you can work out really effectively. Um, That's why I love working with the clients that I work with because they come to me as beginners or as people who've been exercising for a little while and they learn how to exercise best for their bodies and get feeling and looking fantastic.
1: So what would you say would be the number one thing that most people do wrong when they want to get fit?
6: I would say um, trying too much too quickly um, and forgetting the basics, I think, would be the one mistake I see a lot. So people will um, go onto YouTube and they'll find the exercises that look really fun and exciting, but they're probably not the best for you because you want to focus on the basics of movement. So if you're unable to do a squat or a lunge or maybe a push-up, those are kind of basic movement patterns that I would say are really good ones to, to focus on when you're starting with that gym journey.
1: How has the last 12 months been for you?
6: It's, it's been up and down. I'm not going to lie. It's because I was working in a gym um, before and going into furlough was scary. Um, coming out of furlough was scary. And then just being in and out of that state, not really knowing where we stand, uh, which is when I decided to go self employed. And actually, owning that journey um, and just taking ownership of your own brand has been a a really nice step. And I found that there's, because I live quite, um, I would say, rurally for London, um, there's a lot of people who are working from home who. Um, are now in the local area and they do want that help. Yeah, business is, is up and down, but it's promising. Amy
1: the PT, uh, there's more on that at our website, which is buzzpodcast.co.uk. And if you check out the Healthy Life channel there, uh, you'll be able to hear more of the interview with her. Plus also, uh, I think a bit of a music taste as well. So that's Amy the PT, uh, which is available at Healthy Life at buzzpodcast.co.uk. UK
4: she knew what she she knew her stuff didn't she because we talked to PT people before and they're kind of like passionate but she's like really passionate what she does and she knew like what she wanted to say is very much as if she scripted what she said but that was just her yeah she
5: was very clear wasn't she Mm. and focused and um, single-minded about what she was doing but did it in kind of a gentle way gentle yeah. proactive way yeah she was good I
4: liked her we'll definitely have to do like one, one of those FAQs for health and fitness people because that'd be really good to do as well mm. yeah
1: and she's going in for that big
4: championship uh, which is happening very soon and uh,
1: we'll follow her progress as well so uh, if you want to know more about Amy and herself uh, check out the uh, podcast that we've done with her it's available at Life at buzzpodcast.co.uk across
3: Berkshire Hampshire Surrey it's the weekly experience Now then, team,
1: uh, Duke of Edinburgh, your thoughts uh, from the weekend and, uh, you know, obviously devastating news, um, so let us know your thoughts Um, we've had a couple of comments that have come in uh, regarding uh, the Duke himself Um, I personally have not met any of the royal family Uh, during my travels um, I've been very close to meeting the um, royal family with doing various bits and pieces outside Windsor Castle for instance but Mm. regarding meeting any of the royal family no I've not met any of the royal family
5: have you guys met any of the royal family in the past? um i can't really remember too much i did supposedly meet the queen mother when i was a little girl and gave her some flowers but there's no evidence of any photograph or anything so that might be like an unpack the fact but um which i can't believe either so in a nutshell i'd say no i haven't have you jack
4: the close i've been to is because K- Kensington Palace Kensington. Kensington, Kensington Kensington Palace I've actually been inside not their main palace but there's, they've got quarters along the side where the people work for the palace actually live and they're quite nice apartments actually and there's one lady she brought a laptop off for me and she said would you deliver it for me I'll pay you for delivery I thought I couldn't believe it she paid, she paid cash so I, I, I got the train up there went in there and then like it's one of those things you go in the front door you press the bell and they answer it and it opens up into a lift Quite, yeah. kind of strange and it's quite a posh one it looks like a, a normal door you walk in then it opens up and then it gets into their actual main um, flat area so it's very very posh so that's a close up into the palace
5: wow inside Kensington yeah, yeah. Palace
4: not the palace itself but the, the quarters they're quite very much posh yeah and they're, they're still on the guard because you have to go through security and stuff to get to them but they're the, the where the staff work for the palace live mm. basically
5: wow okay yeah okay
4: Right, a couple of your comments have come in um, from on our
1: various Facebook pages that we have. Mm. Uh, Jay says, I'll be honest, it made me feel emotional. Not only do I love the royal family, uh, the monarchy is one of the great things about being British. He was 99 years uh, old and just two months shy of his 100th birthday. A husband, father, grandfather and a great grandfather. Sad
5: loss today. Uh, You've got one of those, Beverly, as well? I have, yeah. I've got somebody who's uh, messaged us and said he was a remarkable man for all the things he did for the younger generations in Britain. Being in the public eye with his every move and what he says for so long and yet still serving the country until a few years ago shows true patronism. Um, But most of all, it's what he is. What he meant to his family, especially the Queen. Outside his titles and rank, family is family and grief is common to everyone. So sad. And for anyone who has lost someone during this time, all you want or need is to have people around you and it doesn't allow you to do that. He has been her rock for such a long time and will leave such a huge hole. Feel so sorry for the Queen. That's lovely, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And it's sad and it's poignant.
1: Plus, also, we've had this one in for Billy as well. I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Prince Philip uh, when stationed at the Royal Marine Barracks in Deal. Uh, We spent days getting our uniform pristine as you do. He got out of the cart to be introduced to us. I could see my warrant officer seething as HRH had dog hair around the bottom of his trouser legs of his uniform. he then spoke to the to me instead of the corporal as i was the only female and being a wren instead of a royal marine he said good to see you young lady i hope you keep this lot on their toes i nearly cracked up as he had a proper sparkle in his eye and must have known he was supposed to speak to the corporal not me he will be greatly missed and that was for billy so lovely comments that you've um, that you got if you've mm. got any more uh, do keep them coming in uh, to us uh, on the podcast we'd love to hear from you, and perhaps mm. we can read that some more of them next week because we've got the funeral coming up very soon as well yeah. uh, or the funeral in my past it's good when you listen to the podcast of course yeah. Jack
4: yeah I mean I would watch that pr- the Queen's programme on Netflix about it because they go through their own little stories and it opens their stories up quite well so it's nice to get to know uh, them back when they were younger when he started stuff, and how the monarchy all works um, and you get to kind of know there how, how he came, what he does in the background, because I mean, to I mean, be honest you don't see a lot, mostly it's based on the Queen and what the Queen's up to, especially the, the young princesses now, always in the limelight they're very much hidden back you know, but this tells the whole story and it's a really nice story, it's definitely worth um, watching
5: is that you are talking about the Crown?
4: Yeah, the Crown. I think there's two. One, there's one on um talks about Princess Di, mm. and it, and there's a lot of family stuff there as well. It's one story. Then you got the Crown as the next story because it mm. talks all about the monarchy, and it focuses more on them as well and the, and all these sisters and family siblings around them and stuff you know
5: yeah i do have to say actually we, you know we got the sad news on friday and um all over the weekend i mean it is hugely sad and i it was sad and i felt really sad for the queen and the family and that um the impact it has on you just appreciate that they are family and struggling with grief and everything but Over the weekend, I've kind of learned way more about him than ever I knew in his lifetime. And he was really phenomenal, actually. He did all sorts of things under the radar for all sorts of people. No, obviously he came out with all sorts of odd comments from time to time and that was maybe part of his appeal or not. But generally um, he's done all sorts and as time has gone by I think people have appreciated his worth more and isn't it a shame that we find out this stuff after somebody's died? Like Prince Charles actually said something, didn't he? He said a lot of people suddenly are grieving with us and we're knowing more about them.
1: I think uh, yeah the uh, the gist of the mood has been kind of right uh, reflecting and obviously um, you know if you are one of the many people that took up took part in the Duke of uh, Edinburgh's award scheme for instance uh, do you get in touch with us because some interesting stories behind that as well and uh, you know, it was set up, I didn't realise it was set up in 1956. I thought it was a lot later than that, to be fair with you.
5: But and that's there. exactly, that's exactly the thing. We don't know. I didn't know half of the stuff. I mean, obviously the Duke of Edinburgh Award is by the Duke of Edinburgh, but the background and lots of the things that he was, he was an integral part of a lot of things that we kind of just take for granted. And I was listening to Giles Brandris um, talking about, because he wrote a book, recent book on on Duke of Edinburgh and he was saying that he's hardly missed any award ceremonies because he always award when people get to the gold um, award of the Duke of Edinburgh award he always turns up and gives the awards and I, I didn't hear all the intricate details but he's hardly missed any of those award ceremonies I mean that's lots of years lots of years of conscientious turning up to start with let alone supporting the queen and and other things in amongst all the other mischief he got up to and things like that but 72 years of being married of being um two steps behind the queen and her support i mean that's a whole other story isn't it
4: well there's definitely another story on it because you think about we we take everything for granted the way we are but he has to run anything by the monarchy controlled by the monarchy because he's got to put a front up because he's representing the country type of thing you know Mm -hmm. so he can't go out pubbing, clubbing and you know um, being wild and things like that as well where he's really sacrificed his own we think about the whole of his life 99 years you know he's passed away now but he's not lived it the way he would really want to live it I suppose but I mean it's a choice he's chosen to take anyway Mm. and and I'll just take my hat off him too because it's dedication isn't it yeah you know getting up every day going out there you know because they obviously had appointments week after week visiting different countries you know the story in the Netflix tells you all about where they went and what you you got up to you know over the years kind of shows there's a lot of dedication there Mm. would you give your personal life up to be representing your country, which means you're going to have to give up all the normal stuff we normally take granted, even watching TV. Do they sit down at the palace and watch Netflix? I'm not sure if they do or not. Well, you know? I, I
5: expect probably. Yeah. I expect they probably do some of those things behind the scenes. But he had to give up his naval career, and to um, all intents and purposes, his prob- was probably going to go right to the very top of that. But he gave up that for the love of his queen, his his love and his wife, and in those moments he took those decisions to do that didn't he so 99 years have gone by of all sorts of stuff in his life but i didn't know hardly any of it so thank you to whoever's put all those things out but i would i wanted them to do it before he died so we appreciated it sooner hmm.
1: our thoughts uh, from the weekly experience team uh, to the royal family in this uh Grieving time at the moment. So, thank you, team, for that. And uh, if you've got any views or any comments that you would like to make, uh, do touch with us here on the podcast. You can do so on our Facebook page, which is there, facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience. Right. So, as we record today's podcast, the pubs have opened for their beer gardens. The queue down from the hairdressers about a mile long. Time to think when the team at the weekly experience could go out and about for down your way. It's a little montage of some of our highlights.
6: Do you know, it's so lovely in the car heading for Kingston, isn't it, with all the beautiful boats on the River Thames?
5: Oh my goodness, and look at the rowers, they're really lovely aren't they, the houses, I love the architecture. Where are we Bev? We're in the beautiful little town of Hartley Whitney. Oh,
1: I love when you take me
5: out. Here we are then in Farnham. Oh my goodness, another beautiful autumn day. We're starting off in the Lion and Lamb Walk, right by the statue. It's a wooden lion and a little lamb. And we're surrounded by all sorts of um, country shops and independents. So here we are then on our way to Flee. Can't wait for all that it brings, excited. Right, shall we go? Yep.
1: I'm surrounded by loads of cakes as well,
5: Beverly. These look tasty. Oh my goodness, look at those. I can feel the calories just (laughs) pouring onto my body. It's like there's um, that chocolate stuff. What is that that called? Rocky Road, maybe? Yeah, Rocky Road. Lovely lemon. Lemon. That's one of my favourite. Coffee and walnut, probably. Cherry Bakewell, look. And pretzel brownies. Mm. They've got a really, really good reputation here for cakes, but do not let me have one. Okay,
1: you know, i like one. Well. And I see pies in there as well. Sausage, sausage rolls. Roll. Oh, yes. Croissant. Oh, yes. I think
5: we've come to the right place. Well, I think
1: so. I don't think we're we'll leaving here.
5: I well, no. It might be just a podcast about this.
1: <laughs> I don't buy my shirts. Do you not? My mum does my shirt. Buy. Oh, that's why you've asked me to have a lady's touch in this. Thing. On, have a lady's touch. See if I can find something. <laughs> see if I like it or not. What have you come up with? Well, I have to say, that's quite a nice one, but it's going to be too big for you, because it's a large and you're a medium.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: So I am a little bit stretched here today to find something attractive, apart from there's a very nice, uh, sophisticated and very soft, urban spirit, medium jumper. Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. That's
1: obviously a note, No. 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 <laughs> I think all the best bits have gone. For there's a beach club, Los Angeles. If you could get into your Club Tropicana mindset, that's more summer. <laughs> we're coming into the winter. <laughs> having you noticed it's raining outside? <laughs> there's a T-shirt with Pulp Fiction on. Ah, oh, now we're talking. You see, oh, just here, we in the right here we go. Here we go, Roger. Look at that for you. Now, do you think? What do you think? <laughs> it's kind of a absolutely, 70s flowery shirt they've just chosen for me i think probably that's more your taste that's more me yes but it, again it's short sleeve short sleeve we're going into the winter i need a long sleeve what are we going to do with him now we need well we could go f- oh actually so we're here in Friendly high street today and we are joined by councillor sarah jane Crow. hello hello thanks very much and sicilian shack yes. opening today basically
8: fantastic,
9: fantastic. yes we're here friendly high street and it's a new restaurant officially opened by myself as deputy mayor for uh, friendly and camply
8: and Surrey heath there we go so yeah thank you so much for coming down and
0: sharing this with me
1: so what's your name carol Karen, you're visiting Caleb's cafe for the first time. What do you think of the hot chocolate? The hot chocolate is lovely, delicious. Excellent. Now then, who have we got here? What's your name? Pat. Pat, what have you got?
5: Uh, Americano, without any milk, so it's just black. Very
1: uh, very hot, obviously. (laughs) Yes.
5: Well, that's good. No, but I mean, what I've tasted so far, it's not too strong, which I don't like strong coffee, so yeah, fine. Excellent. And you are? And I'm Una. Una, what have you got I've there? I've got a
1: latte here. Enjoying? Absolutely. just perfect. Excellent. Lovely. Well, enjoy your day, girls. Thank you. Thank you, thank thank you thank very you. much. Thank you. So, as per usual, the uh, co-host that I've been out with has bought half of Farnham today, and the person is Bev. Bev, thanks for taking me to Farnham.
5: Yeah, welcome. I tell you what, it was really nice. I really, really enjoyed it. So
1: then, we've been just driving round the likes of light water today and uh jenny's been taking me around it's been a lovely afternoon well
3: thank you so i haven't frightened you with my driving that's always good
1: no we've
4: seen what's going on out, around our as you come into our you see the massive changes there especially having new residents new people coming on board they've got a really nice health center here as well so you know things are definitely moving in the right direction so if you want to come and talk to us give us a ch- give us a shout. Yeah, give us a shout here.
9: She's a British bulldog. Jesus. Yeah, she's a British bulldog. Very beautiful. Yeah, she's a brindle, so they're quite rarely, you know. That's an old very old traditional one of the traditional colorings. So, the
1: oh, so dog call again. She's called Brambles. Bramble, do you want a word? <laughs> ah yes the lovely memories of Daniel Way and can't wait to do it once again Uh, fingers crossed these two are already doing it
4: because they've uh, met in the same room Yeah. we were just saying off um, off the voice anyway that you know looking at you you look quite lonely there all on your own now
1: <laughs>
5: I am. I'm on my lonesome. Yeah, We're, missing you. We're sitting
4: of the chinwag while that's playing, see? Yeah.
5: <laughs> I tell you what, though, listen to that. It was a really lovely montage, Roger. So thanks for putting that together. And I cannot wait to get out and about and do that kind of thing again. It's so nice. It's lovely meeting the people in the different towns and getting the different dynamics and the different businesses, eating the cake, you obviously looking for shirts, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. It's just interacting with people that's what everybody is missing and that's what we're going to get back to quite soon. It's soon and soon, soon we'll be able to do it.
1: I think what I loved about that was uh, the fact that we were flitting from one place to another. One minute we were in Surrey, one minute we were in Berkshire, one minute we were in Hampshire, for instance, Mm. one minute I was joined by you, one minute I was joined by Jenny and then uh, then Jack's there as well. And uh, just the diversity of meeting people and Mm. just showcasing that we are out and about in the communities of Berkshire, Hampshire, and Surrey, for instance, that we, we want to see you. So if you want to be on the podcast, uh, you never know. We could be talking to you. So uh, check out our community pages on Facebook. And, uh, of course, we've got F- F- Fleet Community Life there. We've got Cambly Life, Farber Life. They're all there for people to get in touch with us. And, uh, you know, if we come into your shop, business, charity, organisation, or we'll speak to you, just remember who we are because, you know, we are the face of the community uh, yeah, so and if you'd like together. us, to,
5: yeah, if you'd like us to come to your town, just message us, and we'll come to the town. We'd we'll love it—a little day out, investigating yeah. and exploring. Yes,
1: so there you go, and hopefully uh, Jack will join us on a couple of these because Jack, you didn't join us on many of these trips, did
4: you? No, I was busy like getting any, all the videos edited together while you guys were collecting the, the audio side and stuff. So I want to go out and video you guys out and about as well. So we're not just doing audio for podcasts; we're also doing a video version as well, behind the scenes. You know, I can mm. follow you around, see what you're up to.
5: Yeah, vi- behind the scenes, kind of for the patrons as well. That'd be quite good.
4: Yeah, I'd nice I'm really p-
1: sad. I'm really sad though. We don't have the SMJ Media Beetle anymore, there. No, well, we'll change it to a Skoda.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Different vehicle. But
1: if anyone, if anyone from um, Land Rover is listening and they fancy uh, sponsoring uh, our
4: podcast, we're quite uh, happy to go alongside
5: it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four
4: by four. Please feel free. We'll, no, we'll, we'll, okay, so. what's those little three wheelers from that old comedy program Robin Reliance um, I'm not, Yeah, we got them. In no. Hello Robin. <laughs> we could get a boy, you know.
5: Or, or a VW camper van. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to have one of those. We'll if you want to sponsor us for that, anybody who's got one of those, we will rock up and support your business. <laughs> right, be
1: before we get uh, uh, carried, carried away, away with our dreams, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, let's um, uh, say if you do want us to come and visit your village town or a business organization, charity, etc., do get in touch with us. Leave us a message on our Facebook page, which is... Uh, Facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience or uh, pop us an email to one of the team here. It's Roger Beverly or Jack at Snj Group uh, dot UK. Right. Uh thank you team for that. Uh, right. Let's have some music then. It's AJ featuring Anthony J A, and this is I can feel it. And I can feel it. Feel it. And I can feel it,
10: feel it. And I can feel it, feel it. And I can feel it, feel it, baby, baby. baby. What you yeah, do within, yeah, baby, baby.
1: regular contributor to the weekly experience as anthony ja featuring aj and uh, i can feel it and uh, stand by for the new album which is coming out very soon as soon as we know more details uh, we will let you know on the podcast so hopefully you enjoyed that team right time today for our quiz which is relating to our four-legged friends as this month it's national pet month more on National Pet Month, by the way, on next week's podcast because we've got a couple of guests to go along like that. And no, I don't mean the dogs either and the cats, for instance. Because <laughs> there wouldn't be a lot of conversation with your four-legged friends, but there you go. So, as you two are together, I'm trusting you heartily. What is the score, Beverly? Can you remember? Oh, Did you gosh. bring your
5: book? I brought my piece of paper with me. Just bear with, bear with. I think it's something like six and a half to five and a half let's go with that temporarily
1: right okay all right anyway let's crack on with uh, three related questions to do with your pets question number one who had the hits with who let the dogs out was it a the baja man
5: was it b shaggy or was it c maxi priest god i actually thought i knew that until you read the options out
7: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so number two today how long on average do cats live for is it a 8 to 12 years is it b 13 to 17 years or is it c 6 to 8 years
4: hmm that's an interesting one okay. I thought I may okay. have that one but, but. Yeah,
1: can you read that one out again yes I will do how long on average do cats live for is it a 8 to 12 years is it b 13 to 17 years or c 6 to 8 years Just remember, no conferring you two together because you're both trying to get as many points as possible
5: we won't we don't cheat do we jack
4: <laughs> no we can't kind of cheat because we're in the same room now <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can cheat easier that's it yeah i'll be watching you very carefully on the cameras after i've read the questions out right question three of the three how old was the world's oldest dog when he died sadly was it a 22 years was it being 25 years or was it c 29 years gosh i like in these questions Okay. Mm. how old was the world's oldest dog when it died? Was it A, 22 years, B, 25 years or C, 29 years? Those all to do with National Pet Month on our little quiz for today, ladies and gentlemen, have a think on those three questions and team and we'll give out the answers at the end of the podcast today and we'll give you a recap right in the middle. So last time we revealed our answers to our mystery voices. Jack, play the mystery voices again, please. Very proud of this one, yeah, definitely, yes. it's. uh, I guess it brings a couple of my passions together, one of which is the 3D thing itself.
6: Ed is on this um, next cut. I haven't got a sound effect for him, but I have heard impressions of him which go something like this.
9: So there you are.
8: You know, from the time I was a kid, so whenever it was, we worked on it. You know, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I had a leprechaun outfit at, like, nine years old, and my dad had an interview (laughs) of me.
1: Brian May, number one. Mm. Number two, Philippa Foster. Number three, I should say, George Clooney. Mm. Have you done your research on
5: all those people? No, I haven't. But, you know, when you said Brian May, I still... He sounds different to how he looks, and I, I can't equate the two, but it's interesting, isn't it? Okay,
1: That was the answers to our competition. Mm. So it means, ladies and gentlemen, have we got a fanfare there,
4: please, Jack? A fanfare? What do you mean? Like clapping and cheering. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... It's on Have this a one. Have fanfare, please. Right. Fanfare, please. <laughs> oh, you want you wanted.
5: That's not a fanfare.
4: <laughs> that one? No. No. A
5: fanfare. da Oh,
4: oh yeah. no, I haven't got one of them, no. He no. yes, hasn't got a
5: dun-da-da. Oh. No.
4: Not well, in the budget. Put one in that. Shall I put one in there, then?
5: Yeah. Dun-da-da.
1: There it goes. Yeah. Uh, right. So... Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our new competition on the show.
11: Woo-hoo!
1: For your chance to win the Amazon voucher, all you have to do, Beverly, uh, have you heard this competition? Because I might send it to you too, but I know Jack's heard it. No, all I haven't. All you have to do is name the celebrities through them laughing.
5: Okay. That's right. gonna be an interesting and how long is this competition going on, Roger? Oh, uh, yeah,
4: on this one. A year. No.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As much as it's been lovely working with you. Right. <laughs> Let's hear it for the first time yeah.
1: on the podcast today. Play the clips, Jack. <laughs> Beverly, your thoughts? <laughs> the,
4: the first one, she, still, she thinks she's part of it. We're not recording it. That was a. <laughs> it's not Beverly. <laughs> that first one kind of really, really stands out. I've, I've heard that before, but I can't think.
5: Do you know what With that first one? I think it's a song, huh? Uh, laughing Policeman. Laughing
4: Policeman. Oh, haven't it? again. <laughs> No, I think it's the laughing off of um, oh, what's that um woman at? It's very oh, it's a children's program as well. Um, oh, yeah, Spill F- 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 of Sugar, that one, that one. Mary Poppins. Oh, Mary yeah, Poppins. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a, there's a guy on there who laughs like that, and I think it's off that because you listen to yeah, the background.
5: The, they go out floating out with yeah. the tea Listen
4: to the background. You can hear hear the, the, the it's if coming from the telly. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Dick yeah, Van Dyke.
5: There you go. I, yeah, okay. All right, you know we have, have to wait now. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to wait three years for the answer. That's the only one we're going to get, like George Clooney. <laughs>
1: right, as it's as the first play, play it all again in 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 full without interrupting it. Right, here we go. <laughs> We're calling it the Weekly Experience Celebrity Giggle. There are three celebrities there who are trying to laugh or have laughed or etc cetera, etc cetera. so uh, yeah if you think you know the answers uh, all you have to do is get your entries into me here at the podcast which is roger at Media Group, uh, dot uk. we'd love to hear from you uh, we'll give you another recap a little bit later on right still to come on unpack the fact with jack once again and tom brace is here uh, to be challenged on the 32nd and challenge and we hear from the girls behind a new venture from eversley Homes. all coming up next on the weekly experience Funny Bones Comedy Club! All over the shop in Farnham, different parts of Guildford, Camberley, all over the place. Check out the
5: website. Oh! What's the website called? FunnyBonesComedy.com. How? Yeah. How?
1: <laughs> Check out FunnyBonesComedy.com. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> Buzz Talk Business. But the
4: networking community out there now, Roger, that it is, There's is, they're not just networking groups anymore, it's very much a help and support community.
1: If you have an interesting story to tell, let us know. So our original inspiration was trying to come up with a beer genuinely pairs well with food.
6: Tangy, fresh, not too bitter, lightly sparkling so it's not too bloating, and that's where the, the idea came from.
1: Talking to the real people, with real stories, with real life. This is Buzz Talk Business. Well, prior to owning my own business, I had a 15-year successful career working for a couple of the biggest banks in the UK and Europe. Talking to you in your community, this is Buzz Talk Business. Just be yourself, because in fact, it's you that I have to like and trust before I ever buy anything. So forget the labels, just go out there with your heart and be true. Let the discussions begin.
3: across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the weekly experience. Welcome back team and it's Roger
1: it's Bev and it's Jack with you for today if you'd like to appear on the podcast or be a sponsor then do let us know one of the team will be gladly taking your emails uh, we've all got our email addresses now so we're pretty chuffed about that in the lockdown uh, plus also if you want to get in touch with us via the Facebook you can do so facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience right shall we remind you of today's unpack the fact Jack your question again was this go on I spent the day in the brothel I don't really know where to start with this <laughs> <laughs> this question at all, really. Um, hmm.
5: Well, I think if you did, it's a work-related one for sure. Well, I don't know, but I'm going to take it as a work-related one if it's true at all. I mean, what jobs can you do in a brothel that... Were you a barman there?
4: No. Barman? They have bars in brothels, Do they?
5: Well, I don't yeah. know. Do you not know,
4: Jack? If Wh- you've which been, have one? You been visiting, Rog, <laughs> <laughs> his secrets coming out now.
5: No, but you're, no, you're the one who said you've spent the day in a brothel, so you would know if there was a bar.
4: Yeah, true. I could could know if it's a bar or not, but um, I'll say now on this one. Okay. No, there's not one in there.
5: But earlier on, he did say he was a dishwasher. He did some washing up in there.
4: But yeah.
5: Were they eating food?
4: No, not at the time when I was there.
5: Um, and was it a dishwasher? Shall I ask what washer? they
4: were <laughs> <laughs> Roger, It's a family show. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs>
5: um, dishwasher as opposed to washing machine. Or just washing up in a bowl of soapy water. No. No, what to what? washing
4: up the soapy water okay so a dishwasher <laughs> machine it could be
5: it's not giving anything away is it
4: it's hard because i might just give it away you know
5: mm.
4: <laughs> but for the work side it was kind of work kind of work mm.
5: kind of work and you got you got offered a, a freebie you said yeah
4: freebie on a service and a service <laughs>
5: right quick quick move on just recap the sentence again Jack yeah recap the sentence again <laughs> let's Please move go. on
4: I, sp- I spent the day in a brothel
5: okay thanks very much move on <laughs>
4: <laughs> you want to hear different?
5: Is
1: Jack
3: telling the truth or not? Answers coming up at the end for today. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the best, it's brilliant. It's the weekly experience.
1: Uh, nice weather, fingers crossed for the next few months ahead then, team. Mm. And time to enjoy the great outdoors once again. Eversley Domes have the answer for you. And today we're joined by Natalie and Becky. So... What are these then, Gills?
9: So they are um, pods that we can put up in your garden. We have two different sizes, small, um, which seats two to four. Um, you can get six in, but four is more comfortable. And we've just bought a larger one that seats up to 10 people. Um, so they are mobile domes. Um, they have an aluminium frame, which we put together in your garden or wherever you'd like us to do it. Um, it's covered with a, a plastic top and then we kind of dress it to suit so we can do dining or cinema or per, uh, like birthday parties or all of that kind of thing so it's just getting people outside um, especially at the moment where we can have six people to you know visit in the garden <laughs> so um so it's just utilizing the the rules that we can do at the moment and making the most of what we can so who came up with the crazy idea <laughs> so it was my crazy idea um it's my it was my husband's 40th in february and we had planned to go to las vegas um, and with everything being shut, I looked around for something different to do rather than just have a takeaway at home because that was pretty much the only option we could go for. Um, so I looked around and found a company that does um, similar types of domes, but they didn't have any locally to us. So I hired the dome anyway, and we had a fantastic evening, me and my husband and my children outside in the garden. We had a movie package, sat outside, had dinner, you know, spent the evening out there, which was lovely because it felt like you were somewhere else rather than being at home. Um, and in finding that there was nobody local to us here, I spoke to Natalie and said, well, there's a market out there for this. Let's let's have a piece of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. are.
1: <laughs> so you had this crazy idea and you're thinking, right, you want a piece of the action. So how did you go about it first of all then?
9: A lot of research, spoke to Natalie. We decided to do slightly different kind of setup to the other companies that are out there, even though they're not local. A lot of them offer... Um, sort of plastic click domes are a lot more flimsy so we decided we'd go slightly more upmarket and buy um, an aluminium frame dome that we can also convert in the summer so they're not just a winter dome they are um, a summer dome as well um, so in the summer you can have a summer canopy and curtains on it rather than being enclosed in a plastic boiling igloo <laughs> um, so we can kind of utilise them over hot tubs and um, you know, beach party type things that people may want to have in their garden or, you know, just just to sit out um, and put it up, you know, over your garden furniture and just have sort of different setup. So,
5: How long does it take you to put up the domes?
9: So to start with, um, it took us a good four hours of um, working to put it up and learn the, the kinks of it and um, we've now got it down to an hour an hour to put it up and half an hour to dress so we're in and
5: out of it. Just briefly before we go, just thought um, are they easy to transport then? You just literally put the poles together yeah. as you, when you get to the site yeah. so that you, and they're light and no problem. Do you have to peg them into the ground?
9: No, no. so they're weighted by sandbags so um, people don't have to worry about their lawns being damaged it's a case of it's all weighted um, so we put sort of a matting down to protect, you know, your lawn, your stones, sort of shingles, anything like that. And it's weighted down um, by sandbags. So there's no damage to your lawn itself, mm-hmm. which is, you know, quite a nice thing for people to not have to worry about being yeah. damaged and sort of holes being dug.
5: Nice that's really good that's really really lovely well thank you ladies for coming to talk to us about it it's really fantastic and we wish you all the best for what's coming up for this season and maybe come back and talk to us at the end of the season so let us know how the first year's gone definitely yeah I'd love
9: to thank, thank you for the opportunity thank you
1: what a lovely idea and we have ideas for those pods ourselves. not revealing any more than that uh, more coming soon full chat with Natalie and Becky at buzz talk uh, business at buzzpodcast.co.uk but really interesting some conversation with those two, wasn't
5: it? Yeah, it's great, great little business they've got going on there. It's so pretty in the evenings, isn't it? Really nice, kind of only limited by your imagination with those. Great, great idea, girls. Great
4: over there listening. We'll be, be out, we'll be out in the pod of one of their pods to showcase it, and we'll do a podcast from it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Shh. Shh. Don't want to give
1: people ideas <laughs> that listen to the podcast. <laughs> We you know the space. people that we're talking about. Mm. We don't want them pinching our ideas. Watch watch this space. Yeah. Exciting things to come. Uh, coming up in just a couple of moments, we'll have the 30-second ad challenge with Tom Brace. Um, any events that you want to publicise? Uh, how's your funny bones going, Beth?
5: oh yeah well our very first event of the year is coming up on the 20th of May we've only probably got about 10 tickets left for that um, half sold out in the cabin in Camberley already so if you want to go to that fantastically beautiful venue quirky interesting and funky and that's um, Johnny Awesome is headlining there and he's a huge talent real giggle out loud make your cheeks ache type of comedian um, yeah things are going really well I have to say really liking it and and, um, working with a couple of potential new venues as well. Some more news coming on that later.
1: Excellent. Any any particular areas that you're looking for to host? I
5: of um, what, what I'd like to look at doing something, um, Berkshire this side, you know, Reading this side of Reading really, Wokingham maybe, Woodley possibly, kind of thinking about around that area. So if anybody wants to, um, has got a venue that is potential, then we'd be really keen to
4: hear from you. Excellent. We can broadcast from the flat. That'd be cool. Well, comedy night. (laughs) Comedy (laughs) night, yeah. Bit of a squeeze, but yeah. Do you know what?
5: Actually, on that note, not wanting to take over the whole programme for a minute, what we are going to do as Funny Bones is... Pop up comedy nights so Ooh, from yeah. secret locations. So we'll pick a date, uh, we'll give you half a postcode. So obviously, you know, if you decide that you're free on whatever the date is and you don't want to end up in Timbuktu, so it's kind of you know generally where it's going to be, then on the uh, probably about an hour or two hours before the actual event, we'll announce where it's going to be. So it can be anywhere, including here or inc- anywhere, anywhere you'd like to have a comedy night, that's where it will be. So just let us know again get in touch and we're up for ideas anything with the postcode BS at the start well you could do yeah absolutely
1: Are well, you coming up on this way? Are you? My, yeah. Well, we have
5: comedians all over the country, don't we? And we all travel, so there's no problem with that. that. So yeah, that, yeah, Roger.
4: That's a, such a weird um, postcode he's got in it. But yes, <laughs> 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 I yeah. thought he was at us then, would not he? <laughs> <laughs> I am giving you the rest of the postcode.
5: Oh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, you can save that for the comedy. Yeah, exactly. But
1: yes. Um, uh, so yeah that, that's good to hear um, there are other events coming online as we speak there's um, Picnic and Pop which is going to be happening in Older Shop very soon at the end of July uh, 1st of August as well mm. if I remember rightly and hopefully fingers crossed we we'll gonna be having a chat with those guys uh, that are behind that in the next uh, few weeks or so on mm. the podcast as well uh, but if you've got any events that you know you know if you're listening to this podcast and you're putting on any events or etc etc do get in touch with us on the weekly experience Uh, we could come along or if you just want a free bit of publicity or whatever or if you want some paid advertising we can sort that out for you here at uh, smj media and we would love to speak to to you okay so get in touch Mm. with us so as um, time opens with more events coming online we want to be publicizing them and talking about them on the well,
4: here's, a, here's a quick one from, it might be easy actually if they want to let us know about their events they can either like, email us in as you said or add um, Buzz Podcast as a host because it notifies us on our webpage that you've generated an event then we'll, we'll contact you if that's the case we can do it that way as well and that way, we can list through. Or if you don't want to come on the show, and we just mention what's out there, then that gives us a list to go by as well.
5: Yeah, just link us in, and yeah. then we'll know you're there. Just
4: add us as a host. So when you when you create your uh, events on Facebook, you'll see you'll come as a host anyway, because that's the that's when you create it. Then just add us in, pop us in there, Buzz Podcast at Buzz Podcast in there and then that will just notify us on our page we'll add it in on the page as well so people can see the, the list of uh, events happening around and that kind of gives us a list to go through each each week what's out there fantastic excellent uh, so there you go simple ways of
1: doing it here and getting in touch with the team at the weekly experience so it's tom brace on the podcast for today on the weekly experience and tom's having a go at what we call the mandy challenge no Probably Tom doesn't know what the Mandy challenge is. Uh, basically it's where two Mandis have failed to talk about themselves in 30 seconds.
11: I see
1: That ended up, one of them talked for five and a half minutes and they thought that was 30 seconds. <laughs> and one of them thought it was two and a half minutes was 30 seconds. So, Tom, I'm going to give you the challenge because a magician, you know, you should know what 30 seconds yeah. is. Yeah. yeah?
3: I, I okay. think I've so. got some reference points in my life. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh so, yeah.
1: So what I'm going to do to you is I'm going to give you 30 seconds or however long you think 30 seconds is to promote your show, which is happening in Camberley in June, was it? Yes. Yeah. OK, so Tom, it's over to you in three, two, one.
3: Hello, uh, my name is Tom Brace. I'm a uh, stage and close up magician uh, and I'm bringing my show Tom Brace Eat Sleep Amaze Repeat
1: to uh, Camberley Theatre on the 3rd of June at 2.30 and 7.30. It's suitable for all ages. uh, And if you want to find out more about what I do, you can find all my details at TomBraceMagic.com or on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Is And I reckon that's it. There, thirty seconds. Oh, you will, under. Give him a cheer, Jack, please. Yes. <laughs> well done to you, sir. Well, yeah, you can do it. You can come to a networking meeting, and you will be the star. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, I don't know about you, Tom. If you've been in a networking meeting, how some of these business just yarn on and yarn on about themselves and yeah. being boring as hell basically. Oh my goodness yeah, short and snappy. Short and snappy is what, I, uh, what is my motto in life because um, you only need that's,
5: that's worth a degree isn't it? A worth a degree in performance.
1: Oh completely yeah. To timing, to... oh.
5: timing
1: All about the timing Excellent. Tom thanks for joining us on this uh, uh, 30 second ad challenge well done. Cheers, thank you That's Tom Brace joining us, who's appearing at the Cambly Theatre this half term uh, with his new show, Eats, Sleep, Amaze, Repeat on the 3rd of June. And I think there are still some tickets available from the Cambly Theatre. Check the box office for more details on that one. And uh, is going along to that, which he's looking forward to, aren't
5: you? I'm really looking forward to that. That's my first first proper out-out, that one, taking the grandchildren to that. Looking forward to it big time. He's a great talent, a funny guy, and um, a sharp and snappy it's good
1: yeah we loved having Tom on the podcast mm. and um, showcasing him um, if you want to hear the full interview with Tom uh, talking about his show uh, plus also doing a magic trick for us uh, by the way uh, yeah. check out the entertainment channel at uh, buzzpodcast.co.uk uh, under the entertainment BuzzTalk Entertainment right uh, music on the podcast from Victoria BB. this is Together and Electric Dreams from Victoria I-
10: Till it was time to go Time to go away Time to go away It's hard to recognize Love comes as a surprise And it's too late It's just too late to stay Too late to stay Love never ends We'll always be together However far it's made Never, never end. We'll always be together Together in electric dreams Because the friendship badge you gave has taught me to be brave no matter where I go I'll never find a better prize find a better prize miles and miles away I see you every day I don't have to try I just close my eyes I close my eyes always be together however far it's never we'll always be together together in electric love we'll always be together however far it's never end. we'll always be together together in electric dreams. Together, together
1: in electric dreams the Lovely Victoria BB and Together in Electric Dreams, uh, the classic Philoki and Giorgio Moroder song from the 80s, as well, uh, done in her style. Uh, and there's a full interview with Victoria, by the way, talking about Vox School. Really, really funny chat. And I really loved having her every time that she joins us on a podcast, which is absolutely hilarious. Uh, you can check that out yeah. at uh, But Talk Entertainment, by the way. Uh, chat to me and Bev.
4: Mm. She's quite a funny character. Very bubbly, very excited. It's nice. nice a lot of the you can tell when someone's passionate about what they do. Yeah. If they're very bubbly. Yeah, you
5: optimistic and enthusiastic, yeah. isn't she? She is very much so. Not
4: like someone we've interviewed on here that wasn't very passionate about what they they wanted to do. It kind of, sort of like, was like okay, came out on the interview. I'm not going to say who that is. Yeah, I don't think it's Ed either. Don't bother looking for it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Fair enough. I'm just trying to think who you mean, but there you go.
3: Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. Bramble, do you want a word? It's the weekly experience.
1: (laughs) How difficult is it to capture those precious photos? Uh, Bev, it's over to
5: you. Who do you have over there? right on the podcast today we have Rachel Burton who is a celebrity in her own right for the moment she has achieved something really phenomenal winner of the newborn photography of the year 2020 tell us that story how how did that even start
8: so my business is I specialize in newborn photography I do maternity and family as well but I specialize um, in newborns and I'm a member of the Societies of Photographers and they have competition which you can enter monthly and then at the end of the year go through kind of all of the images that had won gold throughout the year and and any images that are submitted at the end of the year then get they pick kind of finalists so for 2020 i had two images in two different categories that were in the finals so one was my newborn um image and then one was a visual narrative um picture that i'd done but yeah the newborn image won the whole category and yeah so now i'm newborn photographer of the year
5: i know that's a really good accolade isn't it was there a prize for it is it recognition Uh, I i got a trophy wow okay that's really that's fantastic as well and the newborn photograph i have seen is just so precious and she is just so vulnerable and you've captured that fragility of newborn life for sure and the story of um, her birth and her being here is its own version of precious isn't
8: it yeah and but a lo- I think a lot of people when they saw the picture they saw it with the story after um, because after the, the awards had been announced um, I then published a blog um, on my website just explaining kind of her story behind how we took that picture and why we took that picture um, and it was because it's Her mum, the baby's mum, is a friend of one of my friends and um, she was going to come for her newborn pictures after Jasmine was born, obviously, but um, she got taken into hospital jasmine was delivered early because she'd been poorly throughout her pregnancy and and then they found out when they delivered her by um via emergency c-section that she had stage four bowel cancer so that was why she was poorly um so she couldn't then have her newborn session like she intended to because she would have to start treatment yeah amy and um amanda's mum bought the baby and her older sister so we could still get those pictures done for her even though Amanda was in the hospital. So
5: So your friend Amanda stayed in the hospital to have the treatment for the cancer? Yeah. And, so, they, and the baby um, Daisy, you said, was...
8: Yeah, but um, her baby's name is Jasmine. Um, oh, Jasmine, sorry. Yeah. And she's got an older sister called Amelia. Um, so we did photos of them together as well, so...
5: Okay. And uh, when were they reunited?
8: So Amanda was kind of and forwards from the hospital having tests because obviously they didn't it was when they first saw they had to kind of diagnose and kind of see how far it spread and stuff like that um so it was a few weeks after um that she was then having had her first operation yeah she's i think she's coming to the end of her first round of chemo she's had a few operations she's got obviously more chemo more operations to go but um
5: yeah she's getting through as best she can yeah it's it's a challenging time isn't it the baby was a real blessing to start with that um through her being born i mean it's a strange type of a blessing and precious obviously but because she was born the cancer was found and she's able to have a treatment because it's the kind of cancer maybe that could hide away without being um diagnosed for a while
8: yeah and i mean she's she's young she's like in her 30s um so yeah it's i've never heard of it being discovered like that way (laughs) um and for jasmine to be born five weeks early and she spent a a little a little bit of time in special care but apart from that she's perfectly fine no problems whatsoever
5: that's wonderful. So I expect she's got a lot of people rallying around and loving her and it's all really precious and everything. So you're yeah. you're involved in so much more than the photograph, aren't you, by the sounds of it?
8: But then Amanda had the photos. Um, like with my session, you get the photos and then you get, you know, um, I put them in a video. So she has the video as well. And she had them to take with her when she was going to hospital so even though she didn't have the babies with her she still you know she still had the pictures on her phone and stuff like that and kind of showed her how to download them all to her phone so yeah so she has them and she got it done because they don't stay that little for that long like if even compared to when i photographed her you know uh, i think she was about five weeks old when i photographed her even though to up until now like she looks completely different and it's only been a few months so you know they don't stay that little for very long so we had a kind of a small and luckily it's kind of that window of opportunity fell between the lockdowns um so we were able to get it done so she was the first newborn session that i had in the new studio over in Aldershot
1: what a lovely lady and a remarkable lady as well that's uh, Rachel Burton uh, talking to us today on the podcast uh, you can hear the full interview with uh, Rachel at buzz Talk business at buzzpodcast.co.uk anything you'd like to add you to
5: yeah she's um the story she told about um, the baby and her friend it, it was just remarkable wasn't it to start with and she probably has loads of different experiences with lots of newborn it's not just taking a photograph of a newborn baby it's always the story behind it and she seems to capture that in the photographs which is why she got newborn photographer of the year
1: yeah there's so much backstory to um mm. photographing someone isn't it to mm. be fair with
5: you. yeah great another another great person to know you know it's just the, the energy of these people who believe passionately in what they do and it's so much more than just a job and it shines through with all these people
1: and i think that's what we're all about really mm. we, you know we're passionate about what we're producing here on the podcast mm. for instance so um and i think it's quite right that we should get guests to feel the same way about their particular business
5: yeah yeah, uh, yeah.
4: we were kind of catching um I can explain. Trying to catch a moment in time that's now recorded; it's there forever. Mm -hmm. So you know, and it's it's a memory, isn't it? Like everything we do on our podcast here, it's a memory of something we've done. You know.
1: Well, going back to earlier on in the podcast, of course, when we did down your way, there were so many memories that you know. I I listened to that bit, those bits of audio personally myself, and I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, I was in that clothes shop with Jenny and stuff like that. And she, she was holding up there. And when I walked into... That awful shirt um, she was
4: trying to get you to wear. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that aside. When, you know, when I walked into um, canteen in Fleet With You, Beverly, for instance, and we saw those cakes for the first time and Bam, <laughs> a little dog and all those kind of stuff, it just sparks back the memories. And, and that's what we do or try to do on our podcast is mm. create those stories uh, with the real life with the real people. Yeah, you absolutely so. real
5: life. Absolutely that.
1: Indeed. So um, if you want to hear Rachel's full chat, you can check her out at uh, the website, which is buzzpodcast.co.uk and uh, buzz talk business. Right. Time to crack on with today's quiz and it's all about our four-legged friends. Question number one today. Who had the hit with? Who let the dogs out? Is it A. Barman? Is it B. Shaggy? Or does it C. Maxi Priest? Any thoughts you do, Jack, have you got any idea?
4: No. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be a guess, though. So definitely yeah, a guess.
1: Yeah, mine's a guess this week. Okay. Question number two today. How long on average do cats live for? Is it eight to 12 years for A, B, 13 to 17 years, and C, six to eight years? Any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I've got a bit of a clue,
5: I think.
4: Yeah, this one's only be a guess. So I think I think I got the one that I'd hopefully be right. Fingers crossed on that one.
5: Jack, you've got some cats. He hasn't got any cats. No, not
4: anymore. He, he passed. So he can't be the not first. La- I will set the first not answer. Huh? Not in your flat, not in your flat. I know, the kids have got cats, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of know yeah. what the answer is because one of them's passed it. Not passed, it's gone away, but still living. <laughs> <laughs>
5: right, okay. Beverly, we are cats? Yes, I have. I've had uh, two cats, oh, three cats actually, and um, so I've got a general ballpark idea of what I think is right as well. Okay,
1: we're going to talk more about pets on the show next week. Question number three. How old was the world's oldest dog when he died? Was it A, 22 years? Was it B, 25 years? Or C, 29 years of age? Mm. Mm.
5: Again, another guess, but I think I know what I'm going to go for. Jack?
4: Yeah, I'm going to go for the unusual number.
5: An unusual okay. number. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or it should be one of his choices anyway. <laughs> oh, that's,
5: well, that's, a that's a good thing. That's a good thing.
1: 22, 25 or 29. There you go. Okay. okay. All right. All yeah. uh, right. On today's show, ladies and gentlemen, stop the music there. On today's show, it's our new competition. Yes, it is. And it's the three celebrities making you laugh today. All you have to do is, from these clips, identify who the laughing people are. So, here we go.
7: (laughs) There
1: are three celebrities there, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is try and guess the celebrities from their
4: laugh. Roger, if it wasn't for the little bit of music in the background on the first one, I would have thought that was you. (laughs) Thump of the foot afterwards, you know.
1: (laughs) And I will say, none of them are me. Okay.
4: Yeah, we know you're not a celebrity.
5: Are all of them, are all of them famous (laughs) people?
4: And you're a celebrity, Roger.
5: No, are all of them famous people? In the yeah. public eye. Well,
4: we we'll have to okay. be a celebrity in there. Celebrity are famous, aren't they?
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Clues no, in the you're name. You're asking yes.
1: too many clues on week one of the competition.
5: Okay. And
4: That's all I'd say. Are week. we
5: allowed to know how long this competition's going on for now? No, not yet. Yeah, we'll keep it going. Okay.
4: <laughs> yes.
1: The last the last the last competition went well on for nine weeks if you remember rightly.
5: Yeah, and we didn't we make it anyway, let's move on from that. we made a decision. See see we can beat it. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, I so guess get the celebrities fit, yeah. on their laughing fits there. And if you think, you know, get your answers across to me, it's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. We'd love to hear from you on the podcast, because don't put them on the Facebook wall, because otherwise that gives the answers to everyone else, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. Right, still to come then, we have answers to unpack the fact uh, with our Jack and Sasha's here from Come Dine With Me, who joins us for a chat, or to come up next on the weekly experience. In you. For more details on Vox School, go to voxschool.com or victoriabb.com. Here at SMJ Media, we're expanding and getting bigger and better by the day. Don't just take our word for it. Okay, darling, uh, if you can do the do the Bob Gale love but just throw a little little lovely little, little touch of Kermit as well, that'd be lovely, okay, and go, great.
3: Here's what you had to say. Right. If you want to reach a seriously big audience by podcast or by video, you know what you have to do. Talk to the guys at SMJ Media Group. Go on, do it. If you want to reach a seriously big audience, by podcast or by video. You know what you have to do? You have to get in touch with the guys at SMJ Media Group.
4: Yay! So, if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed, get in touch
1: today with SMJ Media.
3: Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. <laughs> oh dear, I don't know what's going on today. It's the weekly experience.
1: Welcome back then to the weekly experience. It's Roger's Beverly and it's Jack with you. Now we'd love to hear from you lot. Get in touch with us uh, via the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience or email one of the team. And we'd love to talk to you. If you've got a story to tell, if you're a charity organisation or you've got an event happening very soon, uh, let's talk on our podcast and spread the word across the communities of Berkshire, Hampshire and Surrey. It's It's time time to unpack unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, false, true. Hmm. I don't really know where I'm going with this particular, um, this unpack the (laughs) fact at all. I don't know where to put myself, and I don't know if Beverly knows where to put herself as well with... um, What Jack's about to say because his Mm. story goes a little bit like this Jack, I spent a day in the brothel.
5: Mm. You see, (laughs) we've got a problem, haven't we, with this one? Because we're being very mindful of things Mm. that we can't say to unpack it properly, so we're kind of clutching at straws and feel a little bit like um, we've been cast away at sea, haven't we? So it's hard to think of the questions to move it forward. So basically, you were there in a semi-professional capacity, which involved something to do with washing up things, but not with soapy water. And then you got offered a freebie, whatever that might mean, I'm not sure. And um, that's about it. And you were there during the day and not in the evening, and you came out with the same money that you went in with. So, in a nutshell, is that right, Jack?
4: I didn't say I came out with money or went in with money, did I?
5: Well, Roger said. Have you?
4: Roger said that he's like, I come out with like look, no money. Look, I'm
5: gonna uh, look,
1: uh, look, <laughs> uh, look. I'm gonna put my hands up, right? right okay, him. go on, All right? On this one. Did you see any boobs on bums? Yes. <laughs>
5: you st- no, well, we can't ask any more on that one. Thank you, Roger. I'm trying to manage this situation. See,
4: see, see a camouflage on the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: I'm the voice of reason. Right? Should we make a decision whether we think it's right or wrong? <laughs> you can hear me go We're very school schoolmarmy. We need to move this on and reach a conclusion. I haven't finished asking the questions yet.
4: All right, one Come more on question. Fire Roger. away, Roger.
5: <laughs> the last question was on the verge of not being appropriate. Shoot away, Roger. <laughs> jack
1: <laughs> i'm gonna oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. i don't think i can think of any clean questions i want to ask really. no, exactly. there you go.
5: so jack oh. do you want to say anything else to elaborate in a in a useful way to us
4: the lady owns the brothel um could be famous
5: could be famous is it local to around here well I can say kind of local yeah it's not giving anything away is he um,
1: oh, I'm, 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 go on Beverly you give it true or false
5: alright okay I'm going to say um, do you know I'm going to say true it's, I wouldn't put any of this past Jack but I don't think it's a bit iffy I just think he's gone in there with his marigolds and done something useful
1: <laughs> alright I'm going to go
4: the opposite I'll go false go
1: on
7: Jack
4: and the winner is Bev. Um, yeah, well, I was. I did spend a day in the brothel, um, and it basically was. Do you remember years ago, back in the eighties, Miss Whiplash, Linda Saint Clair? She 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 um, went for an MP once before as well. She was always always in the papers. She was. Mm. It was her brothel, basically. And uh, there was nobody actually in there because she had it all down, stripped down, been rebuilt, basically. Cameras been installed, new rooms been done and stuff. And she she had issues on her computer, so she asked me to come down. So it wasn't, it was kind of work, but it wasn't kind of through my 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 work that I was currently employed for. Mm-hmm. It was like a weekend thing. I did some work with her and helped her out and stuff and she kind of like showed me a picture of all the ladies that worked there and says next time you come down um, on the house because I didn't yeah. charge her for the work see, because she was famous and it's quite nice to put on your portfolio you know you got a, a famous client type of thing you know mm. and it's quite interesting because she's talked about all of the history and the stuff like that you know and she's quite an interesting person she is
5: so did you go down the next time?
4: no it was only a one time <laughs> visit because um, I right sorted what she, I sorted her computers and stuff out yeah. she, she had quite a lot it, actually you know she has got lots of clients to talk to and things like that, you know. Do you know,
5: that's really interesting that you did that for a business because obviously, very skirting around it just a little bit because of the show that we're on. But um, oh. nice to know that she manages people's safety and security. Don't yes. sit there giggling, Roger. Anyway, so it was true. Well done.
4: Well done. <laughs> yes. well right, well quick, done, quick. Me.
5: That's it. Let's move on. Thank you for that, Jack.
4: You're welcome. <laughs> Right, That's another
5: three have, weeks till we get to
1: it. It's the turn of Beverly once again.
4: Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> oh he, he always pick on your skating, doesn't he?
5: He does pick on yeah. those other stories.
4: I forgot about the wedding.
5: Yeah, or my naked trip. Yeah,
4: naked trip. Hmm.
5: Okay. Okay next week
4: we have something else. I think you enjoy the skating one because you Fun. wouldn't stop laughing and nobody else asking about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: save that. I'll save that for next week on the show. Get another little recap of that one but yeah. there you go Right I think we're after uh, talking of brothels and all that kind of stuff uh, with Jack today. Uh, time for a bit of a musical break. This is Laura Lowe. This is called Drifting
11: what we had so long ago. Still keeps me warm and night. I promise and start being better, but I can't.
1: nice Mm -hmm. and that's called drifting on the podcast uh, for today and there's a full interview with her at uh, buzz uh, talk entertainment at buzzpodcast.co.uk where we refer to quite a bit where you will be able to hear many other podcasts of interest for you. We have Healthy Life, we have BuzzTalk Business, and also we have the entertainment channels as well, plus also Jack's Gears on there as well. So if you're a bit of techie like Jack is, and you fancy finding out what's happening there, get
4: in touch with us, and we could be doing a podcast with you very soon. Yeah, and my latest episode is actually talking about bitcoins.
3: Across Berkshire, Hampshire, sorry. <laughs> Oh dear, I don't know what's going on today. It's the weekly experience. Time on the podcast to be joined by Sasha
1: Risner, who's one of the producers behind Come Dine With Me. Now, you're familiar with this particular show, and a lot of you are, it would seem. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Facebook Facebook wall going absolutely crazy when we got the posting up that they're looking for uh, people in and around our region. So, this is Sasha telling us all about the show. So, how long does it take to film?
2: Five days and I say days and nights because you'll need it for quite a lot of the day, even when you're not cooking. So you'll be needed for the menu reveal, which will take an hour, but you also need to travel there. You need to travel home. And then you need to get changed. And then we need to take you to the location of the other dinner party. And you need to get there for 4 p.m. And then dinner parties can last till 12. And you're on camera for quite a lot of time. So we really need people who are able to kind of withstand that energy over the five nights and people who have enough chat to chat for five nights. There's enough bits of information about them that can be peeled, you know, rather than it being an overload on the first night. We need to see characters and individuals grow over the five nights for the people at home to, you know, invest into them um, as well. And I think we also need people who are confident to kind of sit around the dinner table with four people that they wouldn't normally be with and not feel completely Intimidated. because you might have someone who's 22 sitting with a 60-year-old woman or man who has lived, you know, a very different life and, you know, moved through the world very differently to you and you need to be able to kind of hold yourself uh, and not feel not completely going in yourself you know which can often happen if you are slightly younger just because you know you're, you're less experienced and you're just more nervous and all that type of stuff so we definitely take younger people but we just need them to be um know themselves a little bit more i would say
5: but i do think that um, the differences in personalities is huge like you said people need to be able to manage it and so the layers are unpeeled so somebody you might hate on day one actually is really kind of a really nice person on day five or or different dynamics that go alongside that one thing I was thinking about was five days, five five evenings of five dinners and starters and mains and puddings. I mean, do people get full up and can they say, I'm oh, sorry, I can't eat that? Not because I'm allergic to onions or whatever, just because I'm full up. I mean, how much weight do these people put on <laughs> as they go along?
2: I think what we find is that people don't really eat in the day. After that, that first night, they realise that they're going to be extremely full and gluttonous afterwards and they're like do you know what maybe i won't maybe i won't eat breakfast and lunch today maybe i'll just have breakfast and leave a gap um i don't think we've had anyone be like i just can't eat this because i'm too full without trying um but i know after five days i might feel a bit um a bit heavier than i started
5: uh, do do the um contestants pay for the meals or does the show pay for the meals
2: we give everyone a budget so we give everyone money to um buy um their ingredients and if they want to go above and beyond that then that's absolutely fine but we give enough money that we think that can cover a good three-course meal um using i mean everyone's got stuff in their pantry don't they as well salt pepper or sort nuts of stuff um but yeah if anyone wants to you know go above and beyond that buy you know uh, wagyu beef or whatever then probably our budget won't <laughs> won't be able to afford five <laughs> lovely why imported from Japan but that is up to the contributor how far they want to go
5: okay that's really orig- yeah that's really original uh, and just thinking about the local area obviously you're covering our local area at the moment mm. how far do pe- will people be expected to travel
2: so this series because of COVID and the pandemic we're doing things slightly differently so in order for for us to kind of produce a show that is as COVID safe as possible we are using an independent location. Um, so an independent location that's big enough to have two meters social distance. So the, the dinner party will probably feel slightly different but still hold and maintain the come down fun quirkiness that it always does. Um, so we people will be traveling probably half an hour max to get to that location. So we're trying to find a localized or central house that's big enough and then round that half an hour. 45 minutes depending but you know for us we like to keep it half an hour because it is quite you know we're traveling there every single day back and forth that's another hour on top of the dinner party that you're getting there as well as menu bills. so we want we don't want it to be too
1: far for the contributors. Sasha talking us to us on the podcast for today, really fascinated chat uh, behind the scenes of come Dine with me uh, <laughs> I know Beverly you were kind of <laughs>
5: thinking of putting yourself in for this well i did get carried away with myself briefly yeah i have to say i still haven't completely ruled it out but nor have i applied so um that's where i am with that one roger why don't you uh no (laughs) maybe if they do a couples come dine with me we can just because we're a working couple yeah what what about asking me (laughs) (laughs) jack
4: no are you are you serious did come by me here you have to be a takeaway because i've got a cooker
5: yeah i was gonna say exactly <laughs> and you're kind of a ready rice kind of guy maybe
4: go for sushi so it's all cold then you know
5: <laughs> yeah no we're not including that in fact jack let's go, well, let's we go have, quickly
1: around the room right yeah. our
4: speciality dish right jack uh, lasagna beverly what you make a lasagna no i like lasagna Like i make them yeah
5: speciality dish i do lamb shank minted gravy and um like little shallots maybe something like that
4: fish pie really i've had a fish pie in years
5: so you could cook a fish pie as like a starter
4: version excuse me main,
5: main okay all right i'll do a lamb shank as the starter i'm just thinking yes. how we could combine it but we we'll just have jack's not actually helped us has he really because he has just said Lasagna, he likes to eat it, but not what he can cook. No, I can't. No, I can cook it. Can you?
4: Yeah, I'm cooking lasagna. Yeah.
5: Okay, are you any good at desserts?
4: Yeah, ice cream. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we just better watch the
4: programme and interview the contestants.
1: Yeah. We'll see how this story progresses in the next couple of weeks, yeah. by yeah. the way. Just, just, um, just before you've...
4: we go, just for on this one, you yeah. said about pie. Mm, do,
1: you
4: remember yeah. the, do you remember those fish that are, came in a little packet, you used to steam them? And they came with like a cream them. sauce. Yeah. My mum used to yeah. that as, as a kid, like, you know. They still Corning must do them. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
5: they still must do them. I'm so sure. I'm
4: sitting for a while. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. It's disgusting. Ooh, <laughs> it, it is it is a fun fact for you? Talk about puddings as well before we go. Last last thing, though. Last thing. Um, what's one person? What right when when you're going for a pudding to buy it in Tesco's? Mm. What one pudding? One guys do not want to go and buy. Oh, I think you it, it's said a fun one. Yeah, got him. Spotted dick. Yeah, they won't actually go and buy it because it's called spotted dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fact that came out. Yeah. All right. All
1: right, yeah. All right, all right. Move on. Move on. God, we've had it all today, haven't we? On the t- uh, podcast,
7: we've had we've had
1: bottoms and we've had boobies and now we've had that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm for today's quiz, ladies and gentlemen, and let's move on and okay. give you the answers to our four-legged friends quiz. Yes, it's National Pets Month this month, by the way. This month, all right. This month, Let's the whole it. of April.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's going on for a month and a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off that subject. <laughs> right, question five, five weeks. Today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who had the hit with, who let the dogs out? Is it A, Baja Man, uh, B, Shaggy, or C, Maxi Priest? Jack.
4: I say C, Maxi Priest. Never heard of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Beverly, your I, answer.
1: I'm going to go Baja Man. One of you's getting it right today, and the point goes to Beverly. Oh,
5: that's a complete yes.
1: Indeed. Appreciate how it. Long, on, how long on average do cats live for? Is it 8 to 12 years? Is it 13 to 17 years? Or is it C, 6 to 8 years? Excuse me.
5: Is it uh, Beverly?
4: I'll come to you first.
5: I'm going to go B, 13 to 17 years.
4: Jack. Yeah, that's what I was choosing, 13 to 17 years
5: one point each because you're both right 13 to 17
4: years I don't know because my cat's getting up to that well my old cat that used to live with my mum getting to that age now uh,
5: can <clears> I say <throat> I had a cat who died a, a month before she would have been 22 so she was 21 and 11 months wow yeah
1: nice okay oh, how old was the world's oldest dog when he died was it 22 years is it 25 years or C 29 years uh, Jack
4: oh, I'm going to go for 29
1: yeah, I'm gonna go for twenty nine as well. Twenty-nine. <laughs> one point each then because ah. it is twenty-one years. <laughs> which means it's
5: three Beverly, you get you get three points, don't you? You get all, you get no. a point there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I only get one point. Whoever wins the competition gets a point the weekly competition. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you got you got all three questions right, didn't you?
5: I did. Yeah. So the scores are the doors. Eilis and Claire are, please, of the leaderboard. We have Jack with five and a half still, but Beverly leaping ahead now on seven and a half points.
1: Yes, come on. <laughs> uh, more quizzes next week on the show. Uh, before we disappear today, your chance uh, to hear the celebrity giggles, ladies and gentlemen. Your chance to win yourself the Amazon voucher, if you can name the three celebrities here laughing their heads off. Here we go. Ha, ha, ha! Who are the three celebrities there then? Any ideas, team?
5: I think that uh, Jack and I might have sussed out that first one. Yeah. Like uh, I've got a deja vu from the last competition. We are going to know the first one this time only. And I've no idea about the others at the moment, but I expect they'll become lifelong friends.
1: <laughs> they, they probably will be, but there you go. Right. Those are our three celebrities laughing their heads off. Uh, we call it the weekly experience uh, celebrity giggle. Uh, if no one gets it right in the next seven days, it will be back here next week on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Any closing headlines from you two.
4: Um... We've got, we've got some events coming up uh, in Cambly. So we've got the pop-up craft market at the Square, and then we've got Cambly Farmers and I say Artisans. Artisans. Yeah, that's Saturday the 17th. Oh, we've got the vegan market back again. That's in Camberley as well. That's on starting Saturday the 1st of May. And they we've got Tom Bryce, um, Eat Meat, uh, Amaze Repeat in Cambly Theatre on the 3rd of June as well. And I think what's going to be... <laughs> Going on this year as well. It still has, still we're matching the books. So it hasn't been cancelled. And obviously, things are opening up more. And obviously, after June, a lot more space opened up. So it's, I think kind of it's, going to, it's going to happen. The, the Collective Cambridge Car Show, that'd be on Saturday, the 14th of August. So yeah, all good excellent if you've got any items to add to our list
1: of uh, details of what's on please do get in touch with us on the podcast you can either send us a message via the Facebook wall which is facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience click and like it there and also don't forget that you can email one of the team at uh, Roger Beverly or Jack at uk. right I will speak to you in seven days team thanks for joining us and we'll speak to you soon bye bye, bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.